0: Sometimes I like to say that I grew up with a Jewish mom and a musician dad, and so I became a Jewish musician. <laughs>
1: Welcome to Hudson Mohawk Magazine. I'm sitting here with singer, songwriter, and klezmer musician, Ada Hetko, originally from the Capital Region.
0: I started writing songs when I was tiny. I was around a lot of music constantly and also around songwriters. There's a wonderful um, Capital District uh, songwriter, Roseanne Ranieri, who my dad is is good friends with. And as a, as a toddler, I was around Roseanne and my dad practicing songs that, my, that Roseanne wrote. And I remember very early thinking, I want to be a songwriter when I grow up.
1: So, Adam, my first question, how would you describe klezmer music?
0: Klezmer music is
1: party music for dancing
0: that came from Eastern Europe and has been shaped by um, having a, a life in the United States also.
1: And the song that we just heard, God Has a New Sewing Machine, I believe is the English translation. Is that an example of klezmer music?
0: Great question. So I would I would call that Yiddish song more than klezmer music, but the, the history of Yiddish song and, and Klezmer, Klezmer is generally considered to be like the, the core repertoire of Klezmer is generally instrumental music and Yiddish song usually has lyrics, but there are also Klezmer songs that have lyrics. And there's a lot of Klezmer instrumental style that's used in Yiddish song performance. So there's a lot of overlap. And there's also a lot of overlap with Yiddish folk song and um, synagogue music. So there's there's a lot of interplay between all of these these different types of music.
1: So you now live in Boston and you also describe yourself as a Yiddish culture maker. Sounds very interesting. Can you tell us what that means?
0: Yeah, I do a lot of different things in the Yiddish cultural world. I've taught Yiddish language classes. I've supported Yiddish language programs in different ways. I teach Yiddish singing. I I um, teach Yiddish dance and do a lot of dance leading. I do Yiddish translation. So it's it's not um, it's not just that I plug in in one particular way as a singer songwriter. Even though that's the the thing that I probably spend the most time at. Um, I'm I'm doing lots of different work in from different angles to support the Yiddish culture scene and help it grow. And part of that is is like making um, making connections between people, being mentored by people, mentoring people, um, getting people connected and um, helping make the culture happen.
1: You know last June I don't know if you're familiar with Old Songs Music Festival I was uh, was on the contra dance floor and, and a dance ended and I found myself standing next to this young woman wearing a t-shirt and it looked like it had yiddish words on it and I was so intrigued you know we started talking and she told me about her involvement in yiddish language classes Klez Canada Uh, Which I know you're familiar with. It's an organization that fosters Jewish cultural and artistic creativity. But I was so intrigued that a young person would have this connection and strong interest in Yiddish. Yeah, I,
0: a lot of young people are interested in Yiddish and it's not a new a new thing. There's a joke in the Yiddish cultural scene that every five years there's an article that comes out that says, oh, suddenly people are interested in Yiddish. Um, so it's not, <laughs> not at all a new thing. I think a lot of um, people of my generation and younger, I'm 32 and I've been involved in the Yiddish culture world for about 10 years. And I think a lot of people in their 20s and 30s um, are coming to Yiddish culture with a lot of curiosity and a, a strong sense of um, of connection that doesn't have the the baggage of previous generations. Like we don't have the same sort of assimilationist pressures. We don't have um, the sense of shame that some people um, feel connected to Yiddish. Um, and the story that uh, is so commonly heard about um, people in their their 70s and 80s and, and also sometimes their 60s saying, oh, my parents spoke Yiddish, but they didn't um, they didn't teach it to us and they used it as a secret language when we weren't around. like we don't have that that sort of baggage. So there's a certain amount of playfulness and freedom that we have that's really special. And there's also because Yiddish isn't, there are Yiddish institutions, but because Yiddish isn't institutionalized the same way that, that many other languages and cultures are, um, that also gives a certain amount of freedom to to take ownership, to like learn all that you can and then take ownership of it and make something new.
1: Fascinating. What do you especially value uh, about Yiddish culture, music, the language? I know that's a big question. One thing that I especially value is the
0: particular relationships that I have within the the scene. That was really what kept me in it. Like I I came to my first Klezmer festival. I came to Klez Camp in 2013 and I didn't know anybody and I didn't know any Yiddish, and I didn't know any Yiddish songs. I really didn't. Okay, I knew Tummalaleika. <laughs> I was like, you know, just curious, and I was scooped up by some really lovely, warm people, um, like Jeff Warshower, who's a wonderful guitarist and singer, um, and um, Ethel Rame, who's a fabulous, um, fabulous Balkan singer and Yiddish singer. Um, I was just sort of taken taken in by some really wonderful really talented people and that was really exciting and I was also excited by the the intellectual challenge of learning about a new culture, learning a new language and learning how to make art in that language. It's hard so that's exciting.
1: <laughs> it, it doesn't get boring, it sounds.
0: Right. It, feel, it often feels like there's just another door opening and a do- another door opening and another door opening because the language is an entire world. So there's so much to explore.
1: So going back to your song at the beginning of this piece, God has a new sewing machine. What what actually is the Yiddish for that title? Got to the machine. Is there a storyline, a message to the piece or is it just a fun piece
0: ooh that's it or both a, or both that's a juicy question is there a message there's definitely a storyline because the first verse is describing their their it's springtime and it's beautiful and there are flowers and then the first the second verse is saying that it's it's dusty and boots are getting the thresholds all dusty Um, and there's no rainbow because there's no rain and then this is the setup for the third verse the duck is happy and will get happier because there's going to be a rain rainbow because God has decided to sow rain so that's the that's the story in the song and I have to say one of the most joyous Moments of my songwriting career so far. My my partner is a choir director, among other things. And one of the community choirs that he directs um, is an intergenerational choir. It's mostly families, um, parents, and small children. And um, he wrote an arrangement of that song to be sung by the choir. And oh, it was so fun to watch the kids. They were very excited about singing the word schmutz. That was a big, that was a big draw for them but it was very it was very cute it was very nice like that's what i want to do with my songs i want them to be um i want them to be something that people can can sing and and love and take with them
1: so fun and you know the rainbow comes out a joyful experience uh, one of happiness excitement exhilaration exactly
0: yeah and it's not that all of my songs are happy but i find deep joy in being able to write yiddish songs and i want to share that joy with other people and klezmer music here we're getting back to the connection between klezmer and yiddish song klezmer music is party music so there's a very deep joy in klezmer and i think there's a, a real purposefulness to the to the joy in both yiddish song and klezmer that we're, we're doing something serious with that joy. We're bringing communities together. We're doing something positive, building a positive Jewish identity. We're, um, we're doing real work.